Good morning, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks Live exclusively on Radio Andy Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to chat with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to talk to all of you guys, so call me right now, 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Ooh, the dyslexia strikes again. Can't read a number out to save her life, even though she reads it every single Wednesday. How are you guys? What's going on? So I thought of a new segment and I wanted to talk to you guys about it because it's I think it could be very funny, but I'm it's iffy morality. So I'm single again, as we know, and I've started to peruse the apps. Still not Raya. And I'm not going to stop talking about that. Please. Eventually, someone will contact me and at least tell me why I got kicked off. I digress. So I've started to peruse the apps and, you know, I match with people. I match a lot. And um, then not in a way like I match a lot, but just like, you know, I've been perusing. I was in Florida hibernating for four days. Like I was I was swiping. You know what I mean? And I realized that either I am very picky or the apps are just the talent is just really bad because I started like unmatching people. And so I started making a list of all of the reasons that I unmatch guys. So these are guys that I did match with. I was like, I could see myself talking to this person and then I unmatch them. And I realized that they were kind of funny reasons. But, you know, you get to a point in your dating life where you're just like, I know that someone who said that I would never date them. And I, and I thought about and I started writing the list and it's like really funny. And I was like, oh, I got to tell, you know, all my you know friends about this on on live radio. But then I was like, if a guy did this, I would sharpen my pitchforks and activate you guys. And we would go and storm his castle or wherever the fuck he lived, probably a basement or whatever. And then I thought, you know what? There are double standards all over Earth about men and women and dating and stuff. And guys do fucked up shit all the time. We know because we talk about it every week on this show. So I'm kind of like, haven't centuries of oppression earned us this? Can't we just have a little fun? I'm torn. I'll read you the first one because I think this just so you can get a feel for it. Okay, I would, you know, match this guy. And then his opening was, there she is. So you understand why I had to unmatch him. There she is. I'm not a baby that was just born. You're not a dad. What What the fuck is there she is? Anyway, and so it goes on like this. So you guys tell me if you think we can get there morally. And if so, we'll have a fun new segment that I can read every week. My reasons of why I unmatch people because there are many. All right. Enough about me. Let's talk to Lizzie in Boston. Oh, Boston. Hi. Hi, Lizzie. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God. Can you hear me? I can. What's going on? Tanks. I'm like freaking out right now. You have no idea. I'm, I'm literally so... at my internship. Like, Oh, my God. You, you're at an internship. Oh, my God. I'm proud of yeah. you. <laughs> Killing it. We love We love a working woman. How's it going? Girl bossing it. Um, <laughs> I came on today to talk to you about my boyfriend who I'm on a break with. Okay. I'm like so nervous for no reason. But like anyway. About the so break or about the call? About the call. Oh my I'm, I'm god! I'm like stage fright. Or oh something. my god! Don't but, don't stress. Take a deep breath. It's just me and you. We're just talking. Right. So you're on a break. When did the break start, and why did it start? We started on Sunday, and basically, here's what happened. He didn't come to my play. Okay. Um, like my student play that I was in. It was like not like a huge deal, 
and he didn't seem so remorseful that he couldn't come. He like let me know day of and like it really kind of offended me. And then I forgave him like way too quick, I think. Like I just kind of brushed it under the rug because I felt like I hadn't communicated to him like how important it was yeah. to me. But then when we started hanging out again, like it was so tense and like we were low key just being mean to each other and just really like not the vibe to be honest. And I realized, and I kind of communicated this to him, that I was just mad at him because my needs weren't really being met. Like, we go to different schools in Boston that are, like, half an hour away. So, like, we don't get to hang out that much. And he doesn't really seem to, like, make that much time for me. Like, he's really busy, but he, like, refuses to cancel anything or, like, move his schedule around for me. And then he doesn't really, like, compliment me or say, like, nice things, Mm -hmm. even though I've, like, asked him to. So I just felt like he wasn't really playing like not really putting in the effort yeah and he kind of said like he wants to like try and like see if he can like find it in himself to like understand my needs all this stuff but he also mentioned that he thinks I'm like a little bit too dependent on him Mm. and at first I was like insulted by that because like like it's not my problem you know what I mean like it felt like an excuse yeah but then um now that we're on this break I've been like really putting myself first and like I've been going to the gym again, like, hanging out with my old friends, like, calling up my mom, just, like, all this, like, normal, like, self-care stuff that, like, I didn't feel like I was really doing this past semester. Like, I'm honestly, like, having an awful, like, really stressful, like, chaotic semester and just not really doing any self-care. So now that I'm doing it, I feel so much better about, like, everything. Yes. And I'm wondering, like, do I break up with him because he's not meeting my needs or do I, like get back with him and like try like doing more self-care like taking it less seriously and like seeing if that like has like a domino effect and like I don't know this is like long-winded but like do I just stay with him and like no my self-care like I think okay so there's a lot to discuss here so first of all I don't think that you are dependent on him. I think that he said that out of defensiveness. From what it sounds like, you are a very self-aware, mature person, and you have been communicative of your needs. You asked him to come to your play. You asked him to make time for you, um, you know, all this stuff, and he still doesn't do it and it's like he said oh yeah I want to try blah blah but it's like actions speak louder than words also like how hard is it to go to your girlfriend's play like let's just let's just all take a step back like how hard is it to just show up and watch your girlfriend in a play that she's been working hard on it's not like if he had a final during that time okay okay yeah I can get on board but if if it was anything less than that I just to me that's like sloppy and just not kind and I believe that people put time into what they really care about, right? You put time, that's how you show that you care about something is if you put time into it. And if he can't even be bothered to carve out like basic time to see you, I don't love that. Um, I also don't love that in this relationship, you're made to feel needy, right? Because it's sometimes it's not about like who's right or who's wrong. It's about how the other person makes you feel. And if you are made to feel needy in this relationship, like you're asking for too much when to me, an outsider, it sounds like you're just asking him to show up like a normal boyfriend. I don't love that. Also, you know, I do think it's very important to note that you've been taking care of yourself. You feel like you're doing these things for you in your relation, for you and for yourself when you're taking a break from this relationship, like self-care, going to the gym, calling your mom, like that's indicative of 
the draining effect this guy has on you, in my opinion. Uh, mm. To me, you want a yes or no answer? I think cut it. You're in college. You are. You have everything ahead of you. There is 10 million guys out there. And what's the point in sinking another semester into someone who's like kind of like a six and a half? And I don't mean that in looks. I mean it in like terms of just making your life better. Guys, don't forget a boyfriend should slide into your life and make it better. The only reason you should have a boyfriend, especially at your age, is like if he's adding to your life, if you don't have to change your life. It only should be an additive thing. If it's taking in any way, it's just, I'm sorry, it's not worth it, especially at your yeah. age. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I, I didn't really think about it like that. Like, yeah, like I shouldn't have to like change anything about myself for him to like fit into my life. Absolutely not. And you shouldn't have to like, if, especially if you've made yourself clear, like I, I'm not I'm not trying to be a gaslighter. Like I understand that men can't read our minds, but everything that you've said shows that you have been super communicative. And, and I can tell from the way that you explain the situation that you know what you need and you've asked for it and told him that. So it's not like you just were like, oh, he didn't read my mind and didn't show up to my play and doesn't make time for me. It's like you've asked him to. So what gives? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> much to think about much to think but. about yeah and and listen like you don't have to make a decision right now you can keep going on the break and see how it feels and also like not to put the ball in his court but it's see go go another couple weeks really don't talk to him like really cut communication and see if he fucking reaches out because if he doesn't mm-hmm. You will have your answer. And again, I'm I'm very into like you being empowered and you making the choice. But sometimes it's interesting to pull back when you're not when you when you stop giving all that energy and see what the other person brings. You know, I give that advice all the time with friends. You know, when people are like, I'm really drained. I feel like I'm asking my friend to hang out. They're never they're never, you know, uh, they're never the one to suggest plans, blah, blah, blah. Stop and see what happens. And yeah, sometimes that's like a good way to hurt your feelings. But if he hasn't reached out in two weeks, boy, bye. I'm sorry. Like your answer would be very clear in that case. Yeah, because that's like the bare minimum. The bare fucking minimum. If this guy doesn't miss you, like for me, my pride would get in the way. And if if the guy didn't miss me like in a week and was like, whoa, I can change. Like, I got this. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'd be like, fuck it. There is another guy out there who is going to be front row at your play waiting by the stage door at the end with a bunch of roses and be like, babe, that was amazing. Like, let me take you to celebrate. Trust me, that is available to you. The biggest lie the biggest lie that we tell ourselves is that we're, we we can't find that for us. We're like, oh, everybody else gets that, but it's not available for me. It is. It is. And the way mm-hmm. that you call that into your life is by showing the universe, like, actually, I don't accept the bare minimum. That's not what I need. I'm calling something bigger into my life. So to me, you've described like a mediocre man and you just deserve more at, at this point and at, at every point. That's so real. And some of it is also like knowing your own worth, I feel like. Totally. Like, I wonder if this is like a low self-esteem kind of thing for me that I need to like look at. Yeah. I mean, it could be like another good trick is to pretend like you're explaining a friend was explaining the situation. To me, the play thing alone, if my friend was like, yeah, he didn't come to my play, I'd be like, what? Like, that's so bad like what the fuck yeah you'd be like no you deserve someone who goes to your play and who doesn't make you feel like you're asking for it you didn't ask for like a fucking 
Picasso painting, you asked him to hang out more and he couldn't even like sort that out. It's like, all right, yeah. well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see how it goes. See how it, it goes. Changed the way I've been thinking about it, so I'm I'm really glad we talked. Like, see how it goes. Yeah. Email me. Tell me what happens. DM me. Whatever. But um, be strong. You, you. I can tell from your the way you explained it, the things you've got going on, your attitude, your energy. You're worth a lot. Let me tell you that right now. You're worth a lot. So make sure that this guy either gets the fucking line or he gets the fuck out of the way. I'm serious. I promise you. Yeah. Words to live by, Tinks. For real. <laughs> Please email and tell me what happens, okay? I love you. I'll update. Thank you so, so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. What a cutie. I will say, Gen Z, obviously she's in college, so she's Gen Z. Do you see how the Gen Z women are so, like, they have, it? you know, they're more aware. They're just more aware I mean, again, what a huge fucking generalization I just made. Let me just put it this way. I would not have had the same verbiage in college. Like, I wouldn't have even known that that was a problem. And I don't know if that's just because I was a fucking moron in college. But to me, it seems like, you know, just the way she was explaining it kind of reminded me a lot of the young girls I see on TikTok talking about how they're being treated. They're just more aware. And that's why we do what we do, right? That's why we share our stories and and hope for a more aware next generation of women. Oh, God, I love that. I love her. I really, you guys, I really, really hope she dumps him. Is that bad? It's not bad. She should dump him. Let's talk to Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Tanks. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. It's so good to talk to you again. I actually spoke to you back in July. Oh, amazing. Um, I called in like a question, but I had just broken up with my boyfriend of five years. And like, in looking back, I really attribute our conversation to like, really when I started to have my next phase and like really put that all behind me and like acknowledge him for who he was. And I listen to it all the time. My friends all talk about you. I'm so glad that that (laughs) was helpful. And I'm so proud of you. Or how are you doing now? It sounds like you're doing great. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm, I'm doing well. Um, but for this, I actually do have a question this time. Um, we're going to take it back a little bit. Okay. There's a little bit of a backstory, but I'm going to try to rip through it. We love a backstory. We need the detail. We need the detail. (laughs) Tell us. Okay. So, uh, back in like the beginning of 2022, when I broke up with this boyfriend, um, I really like relied on my G big. So you were in a sorority. So, you know, um, the three people on the story are myself, um, my big who lives in DC. Okay. And then my G-Bag, um, she lives in New York City with me. Okay. Um, you know, she's two years older than me. Like, I just, she was my rock. Like, we texted all the time, at least once a day. Like, we just became, like, best friends. Like, we weren't as close in college because of that age gap. But, right. like, really, she got me through everything. I was having a hard time at work. Like, she was always like, okay, to this email, you have to say this. Like, she's amazing. I love her. Like, so much time we spent together. Like, it was great. Um, but then, but then when... Um, like the spring rolls around and kind of like into the summer, I just got like really busy mm-hmm. and I was going to see my family a lot. You know, it was my first time I had a boyfriend, like, and she kind of made comments like, Oh, like we aren't seeing each other as much, but like we were still texting and stuff. So I was like, Oh, everything's fine. Whatever. Then we get to the fall and shit got weird. Like communication was like cut off. Like we weren't really texting. Um, I didn't spend my birth, uh, her birthday with her, um, which was super weird. I kind of mm-hmm. thought it was just like, 
her getting older and like, you know, like she didn't really want to make it a big deal. And I was like, no, right. that's totally fine. Go off. Like I would never want to like make it. Like I asked repetitively, like, can we go to dinner? Can we do something? Can I get yeah. you blah, blah, blah? And she was like, yeah, whatever. Meanwhile, like I see her on Instagram go partying with all these people I don't know. Wow. Um, so that was like hurtful that and like sucks. so weird. Yeah. Um, I did start dating someone at this time, so okay. a little bit of boyfriend sickness. Okay. Um, rolling into November, I had a tonsillectomy. Mm. Um, I'm 24, so it's like a super painful Ow, surgery, fuck. but everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like out of the city for a bit, and then we get back for Christmas, and I'm like, hey, like, would love to see you before we go back, whatever. Um, and she's like, I'm actually busy until my bust, which was, I texted her like a week and a half before I was going to leave, and I was like, oh, okay, like, almost at this point, like, talking to my other friends, being like, am I gaslighting myself? Like, were we even that close? Like, cause this is weird. Like we, we aren't speaking, whatever. Um, meanwhile in November, my big gets engaged. Okay. So she's engaged. Um, we know this is all happening, whatever. January rolls around. And if you have your phone, <laughs> I'm going to send you a screenshot through Instagram DMs just so you can like see it with your own eyes if you wanted to. But of course I'll read it. Okay. Please. Um, read it. Yeah. I sent her the episode that you did on changing friendships. Literally, when you released that, I was like with bated breath listening, like on repeat, trying to be like, okay, like what can I glean from this? Whatever. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, you said like, oh, send it to someone you missed. I was like, this is my Oh my God. I just got it. I'm sorry. Wait, share with the rest of the class because I'm actually shook. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you had the preview. But um, so basically... Um, I sent it the episode and I was like, you know, I, I just, I miss you. I miss you and I love you. And I was like, okay, it's a new year. Let me try to like lead with this and just try to like put all that behind us because it was like something I couldn't even really articulate had changed. So I was like, I don't really know if this deserves a conversation, whatever. So then she responds like three weeks later. It was the middle of the work day. I'm at work. I'm like panicking. She goes, hi, sorry it took me so long to respond. I am just in a headspace of needing space. I hope you're doing well and I love you. Yeah. So I, I like don't, this doesn't, this doesn't change anything that's already happened. Like we weren't really talking, whatever. So I responded and I said, although I wish I knew why I respect your choice. These months of uncertainty and lack of communication have really hurt me. If you're ever ready, I hope we can work through it. Yeah. So that was that. And, you know, at that point I had kind of already in my mind been like, okay, we're not friends anymore. Right. Like, I have no idea why. Um, this has never been brought to my attention. We never had a conversation whatever um hours later after this text yeah my our mutual best friend my big text and she's like hey guys my wedding is in january save the date and she immediately responds and is like oh my god can't wait like oh whatever god. so like okay so now this is like all in my face and like it's just been coming up recently because now we have the date she texted like last week and she was like oh save this for the dress and the colors and book the hotel and blah 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 so like my G-Bag, I still haven't heard from her. It's been, like, two months. Um, and her name is coming up on my phone now. And, like, it's just, like, so much. And, like, I'm really someone who's, like, okay, she's showing me who she is. Like, let me just let that be. Yeah. But now she's the maid of honor of this wedding, and I'm supposed to be a bridesmaid. Right. And I have, I just, I have no idea, like, how to handle this. I'm, I'm visiting my big in D.C. in, like, two weeks. Is um, she aware I, of the situation? You're big. Did you tell her about the text exchange? So not about the text exchange. I had spoken to her at the end of this, end of January. Um, so right after I had sent that text, yeah. the first text with the podcast episode. And I was like, hey, I'm totally not trying to start shit. I just want you to know, like, 
we're not speaking. I don't know why. And, yeah. you know, I, I love my, my big to pieces. Um, and maybe it's just the way that I read the situation, but she didn't really like jump into action um, to try to like help the situation. Um, and yeah. maybe things would change now, but like, it's my biggest fear. Like, I don't know. I grew up, I grew up like, you know, you include everyone, you're nice to everyone. Like my mom's whole thing is like, let go and move on. But like, this has really hurt me. And like, I don't know how I'm supposed to spend time with someone in this close of a situation, but then like, do I exclude myself from this? Like, I, I just have no idea. Yeah. I mean, you can't exclude yourself from the wedding. Like, you're in it, too. You're going to go on The Bachelorette with her. Guys, just so that you're, everyone else is super clear listening, the text goes, so our friend Caitlin texted the episode that I put out called Five Ways to Cope with Changing Friendships. She said taking advice, taking things as advice from the pod and sharing with a friend I miss. And then this girl writes back three weeks later. And then sh- and then our friend writes back, you know, I again, although I wish I knew why I respect your choice. These months of uncertainty and lack of communication have really hurt me. If you're ever ready, I hope we can work through it. And just so I'm clear, she never responded to that. Never responded. That's wild. That's wild to me. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, I think... It's just one of those things. I, I don't think that there's much to do apart from re your big. I think if she brings it up, if she's like, hey, what's going on with you? And, you know, whatever her name is, just be like, you know, I just we're not we're not really close anymore. And just I would leave it because any okay. conversation you have with her will really feel, I think, to the other girl, like you're trying to create a wedge at a really, really sensitive time with the wedding. And it's just not worth it. Because I know personally, my my instinct, and I would be all I would want to do is talk about it with my big because she's like the connective glue and like she might have some information and da 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 but she doesn't yeah. like let me just let me just put you out of your misery now she doesn't and right now she's thinking about her wedding she doesn't want to deal with drama she doesn't want to be in the middle so as much as it's going to be a compulsion to like go there don't um yeah what what just if she brings it up she'd be like you know we're not things happen we're not really friendships have been flow we're not really friends anymore with seeing the girl you got to just be killer with kindness. Do I think okay. that there's a 5% chance on the bachelorette or the wedding or some other wedding thing? There's like a drunken like heart to heart. Maybe, maybe, but plan for no yeah. and plan for and just genuinely, genuinely channel kindness. Genuinely give her active love. Like when you think about the situation and you're like, I'm hurt. Be like, she must be hurting too. It's coming from a place of sensitivity. Yeah. It's coming from you don't know what. The most likely situation is that, you know, she mistook your not being there with the boyfriend and the and the tonsil surgery and just being out and about, whatever. She mistook that. She took that very personally for some reason. And instead of coming to you and saying, hey, I feel like you're not putting effort into our friendship, she just said, I'm fucking out. And that happens sometimes. Right. And it sucks and it hurts. But here's the thing. You've already really mourned this friendship. Like you've actually done the hard part. So now it's just yeah. about being like super nice. And and I want you to think about like all of your good times. And when you see her genuinely be kind. Genuinely be like, hey, how are you? It's good to see you. Ask her a couple questions. Yeah. Move on. And don't go into it with anyone else in the bridal party. Just trust me. Don't just don't talk to anyone about it because that's when this shit gets really toxic all of a sudden. All of a sudden it becomes super emotionally charged. You just have right. to be 
it sucks. It sucks. But this is like this is it in action. I think I even said in that episode, sometimes they just go and it's like the easier you let it go, the easier it'll be. And and you know what? It can come back. It can come back. I, I truly promise you. But but you can't hope for it. And you just got to just got to let it go and be like, keep your side of the street clean. Be kind at, at, at wedding stuff and just just go forth with 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 active love. I'm sorry, though. I'm oh sorry. God. No. Oh, my gosh. Tinks, this makes me feel like so much better to hear that from you because that's what my mom and like my mom's best friend were telling me. And like I was torn because I was like, I don't want this to be something where like I'm not standing up for myself. And like the fact that this was something that really hurt me. But like it is very validating to hear you say that, you know, she's probably hurting, too. And like it's one of those things where I just I'm like kicking myself because I'm like if only she brought this to me like I know we could work through this like I know that we're better than this like yeah but I but it's shit that she has going on you know she don't she has shit internally that you know meant that she couldn't you know be mature and just come to you or you know for a million other reasons and that's okay it's not ideal but you did the best you can like you put it out there you were kind you gave olive branches and now it's time to carry on that good road and just be you know amazing and just be so kind like don't bitch about it and just go forth and and see what happens and please call me back like after you do the bachelorette and stuff because I'm I'm so curious to see how it goes oh my god I will absolutely call you back and I'll also be seeing you in May in Ridgewood I bought my ticket oh yeah um, oh my god I can't wait okay we'll talk about it then that's perfect that's a perfect break oh my god I'm so excited Woo! okay no, <laughs> that's fantastic i'm bringing my cousin i'm bringing my my best friend from college i have to shout her out her name's elena um elena, she's absolutely i rock she loves you um we talk about all your episodes like everything so i'm so excited and i can't tell you how much i appreciate this like it's truly just been like a weight on my on my chest so this makes me feel so much better and i can't okay. wait and like everything you do you know i i wrote a little thing i actually so that boyfriend and I actually broke up, but I, I read it to him. I was like, this honestly sounds like crazy that I'm writing all this down for her. But like everything you do, like you lead with such intention and love and kindness mm-hmm. and like truly in your core. And like even, you know, it, it wavers, but it doesn't waver. And like we have our bad days, but like it's always there. And like I, I you truly are like one of my North Stars in my life. Thank you. And I'm so grateful for all of the things that you do and the way that you connect with us. Um, it really has changed my life and I know that I'm a better person because of it and I know that other people are too that means the world to me thank you for letting me be in your life it it means a lot and I just I feel very lucky so thank you and thank you for the kind words and uh go get them and we will we will see we will embrace in May in Ridgewood New Jersey (laughs) and I can't wait for an update I can't wait thank you so much have a great day I I love you thank you you. Bye. bye Oh my God, what an adorable person. I love her. Um, Hey, this is a good plug for me to say, if you too would like to embrace me in person, uh, you should come to my book tour. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so we can meet. So I started watching Succession again at 5 a.m. this morning. And okay. And so Steve, my producer, was like, oh, like, do you, oh, I hope you don't know what happens in episode three. And I was like, obviously, I know I spend 12 hours of the day on the Internet. But and then I said, I don't care about spoilers. And he was like, wait, what? Isn't that weird? You guys, I do not care about spoilers. In fact, in fact, when I know a movie is going to be sad or scary, 
or honestly, most movies, this is some real psychopath behavior. Are you ready for this? I just read the plot. I would say nine out of 10 shows or movies that I watch, I find out the end because, and I think this might have to do with like the highly sensitive person thing. I simply can't bear the sadness or the fear or whatever it is. I can't bear it. So I just like to know. And then people, Steve was like, well, doesn't that ruin it for you? He was like, I avoid everything, the internet, like the plague when I'm watching a show or a movie, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just can't bear it. I need to know the end. I I mean, I'm sure that a a psychologist could go to town on this, you know, connected to all my other psychoses and problems and issues. But I simply I mean, obviously, this actually makes sense now that I'm saying it. My future tripping, not being able to control things. Maybe if I know the ending, it feels like I'm in control. That's obviously it. But yeah, I, I mean, both of those horror movies that I watched on the plane, I watched Watcher and I also watched Smile. Let me tell you, I Googled the endings and I was still shitting myself. So to me, it doesn't ruin it. It's just like it just takes the takes a little air out of the tire. I was about to say it's like jerking off before a before a date. And then I was like, I'm not a man. What the fuck? Let's just go to our next caller. Hi, Olivia. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Oh, my God. Hi, Jinx. Do you hear me? Yes, I can. What's up? How are you? Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh, my God. I'm excited to talk to you. How are you doing? Holy shit. I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm like an eight today. I'm like an eight this morning. That's a good out of ten. Good. Know. Yeah. I, I think I'm an eight, too. Okay, that's good. I'll take it. Eight's pretty good. There's a huge difference between a seven and an eight in mood. So the fact that we're both eights, we're doing pretty good for a Wednesday. That's pretty, pretty decent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you with the spoilers thing. I, especially if it's like a scary movie, I, I can't take it. I, I need to know what's going to happen. It. I need to know. It doesn't ruin it for me at all. It makes me enjoy it more because I'm not stressed out. It's like, it's the way exactly. to go. Like I'm not worrying about it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. What's going on with I- you? Okay, if I stutter, it's because I'm really nervous. Don't be nervous. We're, we're don't be nervous. Just you and me. What's what's going on? Okay. Um. So essentially, my question is, I want to know uh, which box you think I'm in. Okay. How long have you been seeing this person? So we met on Tinder uh, in okay. January, and we've been talking uh, since January. Um, the thing is. He's very, I'm very over-communicative, you know, mm-hmm. and he's not. He, he, I don't know if it has to do with the fact that he works a lot, he has two jobs, goes to the gym every day, um, but I don't know, I don't know if I'm making excuses or, and it, um, it's also like uh, the first girl, I think she was, she was saying that her boyfriend doesn't make much time for her, and yeah. that's how I feel, but he's not my boyfriend yet, so I don't know if... Um, I don't know if he should be making more time for me or does that make sense? Or if not yet, if he's not there yet. Okay. So, so let me ask you some questions. So how, how many times a week do you guys see each other? Okay. Another thing, uh, since he's, uh, he's very busy, so we haven't been on that many dates. Uh, we hung out a couple times, but one thing that bothers me is that we always hang out at his place. Oh. And we only went out, like, twice. Not even out-out. We just went to, like, grab a smoothie and then uh, grab food. So that bothers me. And I, I told him. I was like, I'm not interested in a hooking up thing. I I don't want that. 
so this, that's what you want, like, um, bye, basically. Uh, and he said, no, no, that's not what I'm looking for either. Um, so I try to, like, think what he, what's going on in his head and, like, maybe, like, oh, I'm, I'll just take, take it slow with this girl. Um, I'm yeah. not going to make much time for her yet because we're just talking. But, I mean, it's been four, three, yeah. four months, basically. Olivia. So I was... It's it's time for me to give you some tough love. I oh my god, I'm <laughs> I think you're in the hookup box because four months is a long ass time. Okay, four months is a long time. Secondly, you know how I feel about this. If a guy wants to see you, he's gonna see you. He's gonna make time. If a guy wants to see you, he's gonna ask you on dates. You know how I feel about that. You are the prize. You are amazing. You deserve to be taken to dinner in the early stages of dating. You deserve to have a guy text you and say, hey, are you free Friday? I would love to take you out I or I would love to cook dinner for you. Like the fact that you're saying, and I know you're kind of, I can tell in your voice, you're not, you know, you're, you're trying to make a little excuses for him. You've only, he took you to get a smoothie. You know who takes me to get a smoothie? My fucking personal trainer. Okay. That's not a date. That's not a date. Okay. You, you, you deserve, and I, and I get it. I get it because sometimes we get in the hookup box and we feel delusional and we start making these excuses, but I am here to remind you that you deserve more. You deserve a lot more. You deserve to be taken on dates. You deserve to have someone who respects your time, not just go over to his house. And it's like, okay, you said to him, uh, that you are not looking to just hook up. And he was like, yeah, yeah, me, not me either. Okay. So what? Actions speak louder than words. Guys can say anything they want. It doesn't mean that they're going to actually follow exactly. through. And if you didn't see a change in his behavior after you told him that, forget it. Sorry, forget it. Like, yeah. and, and and this shouldn't be depressing, by the way. This should be empowering because now you know where you stand. You, you know where you stand, and knowing where you stand is very powerful. In my opinion, you should just break it off with him because if he he had his chance he had four fucking months okay but if you are really obsessed with him which i don't think you are because you never said one thing where you weren't like oh my god he's amazing he's so funny like i i'm literally obsessed with him you didn't say that i think you're just have hookup box delusion which is fine we're we've all been there but i think that you need to break the spell and i think you just gotta i think you just gotta you gotta cut it yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I had a feeling we were going to say that. And um, it's just, he's making me a little confused, you know? And I think that just proves, uh, that again, that I'm in a hookup box. Because um, he keeps saying, like, uh, we hung out on Sunday. And he made a little comment about, um, oh, I can't remember what I said to make him say that but he said oh someone's gonna uh get wiped up soon and I was like oh I thought this was this was something else I mean I didn't respond I was just I just stayed quiet because I I don't know what to say like I was okay I'm I guess I changed my mind I was like okay I'm just gonna hang out with him and if he just wants to hook up whatever but then he said that and I was like okay uh what what now you know yeah but when guys say that kind of thing like it's just so gaslighty. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just like, that's what they say to, like, fill the space or if they're confused or they think that that's what you want to hear or whatever. Like, what does that fucking mean? Again, actions speak louder than words. Like, I can sit here and say I'm a unicorn. It doesn't mean I'm a unicorn. You know? it Like, it doesn't mean it. So I, I want you to just, like, 
be real with yourself and I want you to um I want you to dump this guy. I'm sorry. I do. I do. I think you deserve okay. more. I think you deserve a lot more. Think about it. I'm gonna I am gonna listen to you. Listen to the wiser. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> We've all been Thank there. You. We've all been there, okay? I love you. You deserve to be taken on great dates yeah. and you deserve not to feel gaslit at the bare minimum, okay? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and we here in DC would love to have you for your book tour if you I know. I, I love you. Oh, I love DC so much. I'm actually planning another trip there, so hopefully I'll see you guys soon. But I love DC. You guys are the best. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good day. Be strong. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Oh hookup box del- hookup box delusion is terrible. It is terrible. It's like you go in there. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. You can't see shit. You're like, wait, but he said he said that thing one time. I think he said, oh, but he texted me uh, in the when it's daylight out. So that could mean you get fully mind fucked. Um, it, it's it, yeah. Wow. OK, let's chat with Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Good morning. How are you? Hi, Tinks. It's so nice to talk to you. How likewise, are you? Likewise, likewise. What's going on? How's your Wednesday? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's my birthday. Oh, my gosh. And I Happy just birthday. Some, oh. Thank you. I just felt some, like, birthday magic. This is not very like me at all to, like, oh. call in. I listen to your pod every week. Oh, I listen to the live show. So, Wait, happy oh birthday. Thank what, you. How old are you turning? 29. Oh, so, amazing. Uh, yeah, so I was calling to see, like, what insight you had um, just for this last year. I remember you, I've been a longtime follower and listener, and um, so I remember when you moved to L.A., like, at 29 and stuff like that, yeah. so. Oh, my God. Just kind of. Just some, some insight birthday into this, vibe. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just had the, the feeling that I would get to talk to you today. Amazing. Birthday magic is so real. Um, 29 is a magical age. I have told you guys this before that that guy, that older guy I was dating one time was like, women become sexy when they turn 20, uh, 29, he told me. And I was like, oh, like, okay. And I've always like carried that in my head. Um, and I love that. 29, you know... Uh, I'm it's hard for me not to paint it in a really good light because I I, not only Mm -hmm. do I think 29 is an amazing age for for every woman but I feel like for me it was really when I took a risk and it really started to change my life and I think you know your Saturn return is right around 27 28 29 Mm -hmm. and it's just a really cool age because it's your last year of your 20s and instead of being afraid it's like you should be so so excited because this is going to be a fantastic fantastic year and I would almost think about it as like a foundational year for the next decade and it you know I would say really get razor focused laser focused razor focused laser focused things laser focused on what makes you feel good you know like really think what are what is really adding to my cup right now which people make me feel amazing and sparkly what how is my career like how is it working for me how is it not working for me and really think about those things that are adding to your life and then think about how you're going to put them 
in X Games mode for the next decade. So the people that you love and that make you feel great, how are you going to spend more meaningful time with them? Like, how are you going to tell them you love them more? The hobbies that you have or the things, your non-negotiables that make you feel good, whether it's working out, whether it's taking painting classes, whether it's learning a new language, I don't fucking know. But like, what are those things that make you feel good and how are you going to protect them over the next decade, right? Because as you get older, it's like there's going to be more and more demands on your time. So how are you going to keep the things that are sacred to you now? How are you going to protect them over the next decade? And I would just say, have fun. That's always my advice. But like, gosh, enjoy it. It's such an exciting time. You know how much I love my 30s and we're excited to welcome you to this side of the decade in a year. But for now, just enjoy that last year of 20s. Go on trips with your friends. Make memories. Take a million fucking pictures and, and just enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I love all of that so much. I I'm actually in grad school. I'm graduating with my nurse practitioner degree oh, in December. I'm so proud and so, of you. That's amazing. You. Yes, I know. Like I have a feeling this year is like kind of like you said a very foundational year. I've been yeah. a little bit in a wobbly space the last like couple of birthdays, normal. and um, Nor- I have so a really normal. good yeah feeling about this year and I don't really know what that means yet but um I love that yeah you don't have to know just lean into that feeling I'm so fucking proud of you for graduating and just lean into that feeling whatever is making you feel good nurture that follow that and and just really lean into it oh happy birthday oh my gosh I'm smiling so big I was like I'm just keeping this light-hearted like I I don't really have like too much happening I, I mean Yes and no, but um, thank you. I I will really take that and really I'm going to write it down in my journal because we're journaling girls. We're journaling and girls, yes. So yeah, I well, thank it. you so much. Happy I hope you happy have a birthday! Great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Have fun thank celebrating. You so much. Love All right, you. love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, what a cutie. I really am wishing her the best birthday and hope that all of her dreams and wishes come true this next year. Oh my gosh, uh, I love her. She's just the cutest. Okay, uh, let's quickly talk to Emily. Hi, Emily. How are you? Emily? Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, oh, thanks. I got through. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, you did. What's going on? <laughs> Um, I'm so good. First of all, I just want to congratulate you on your book. Oh, thank you. I'm so proud of you. You're so cute. Thanks. I've been following you for a few years. My sister um, showed me your Instagram a while ago, and um, I just feel like I've been on this journey with you. So I just wanted to start by saying that. And um, I had a quick question for you. Yeah, tell me. If you've got a minute. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, um, I recently moved to a new city, maybe like six to eight months ago, and I moved here with a boyfriend and then we ended up splitting up, which was like, you know, it was what it was. He was great for that time in my life, but he wasn't, you know, we didn't end up staying together. And then I took a few months off and started casually dating, um, like just going on a bunch of dates, like having fun, trying to figure out myself, stuff like that. And like started seeing two of the guys like went on multiple dates with two of them and then I got to a point where I was like okay I kind of need to decide who I want to date right yeah so I picked one of the guys and um for like a myriad of reasons but like I just was having trouble deciding and my sister who's my best friend was like you need to like make a decision whatever um and I picked this one guy and then after I stopped seeing the other guy and I went out with the first guy um 
I had like a major panic attack and like was like, I picked wrong. Mm. Like, what did I do? I made such a big mistake. I should have like listened to my gut and like just like casually dated, kept casually dating. Yeah. And now I'm in a situation where like, I feel like I want to see this other guy again. And I reached out to him a few days later and was like, Hey, like, I'm so sorry. I ended things so abruptly. Um, and I didn't tell him, I just told him I like needed to take a step back from dating. Yeah. And I was like, would you like want to consider seeing each other again? Like I enjoyed spending time with you. And he said, no, which is fine. Like I respect that. But now it's been like a few weeks and I'm like, should I reach out to him again? Because like, I really feel like we had a connection or should I just like let it be? Um, I think that you can try one more time because I'm a romantic and I think why the hell not? I would keep it short and sweet, like super funny if you can. And I would just be like, maybe even wait like one more week. So there's like a good amount of time. So it really feels like you thought about the the decision and whatever to text him again. I would just be like, hey, I respect your decision not to want to hang out again 100%. But I would be remiss not to tell you that I've been thinking about you a lot and I really thought we had a, a real connection. So, um, uh, you know, whatever in your tone of voice, but just be like, just wanted to put that out there. Uh, you're awesome. Have a great day. And just see, just see. I'm a big fan of the just, you know, wh- wh- why not? One more time, you know? Maybe you can like yeah. text him something, like a picture of something you guys talk about or like whatever. Just make it short, sweet, and funny. One more time. And then honestly, it's in God's hands. Just be like, you know what? It's good. And then you'll feel really, really good about it. Yeah. And part of me is always like the, like what you say what's meant for you can't miss you but exactly. i'm like was this meant for me and i actively walked away from no, it no 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 you did not fuck this up don't even go there don't even think about that it, you truly you didn't but i think it's fun to do one more and if not you're like you gave it your best shot and i and also like just putting that energy out there of that like yeah fuck it i'm gonna text one more time i think that's good energy for dating karma even if he doesn't even text you back it's good energy because you tried who cares you know yeah i'm i'm just i'm a little i'm nervous but i mean what? I guess I have to like take the plunge. Yeah, who cares? You know? And if not, if he doesn't, it, you know, and if he's like, no, I'm good, totally fine. Draw a line in the sand. You did not, seriously, seriously, you did not fuck this up. What's meant for you won't miss you. And there could be another person just around the corner. Yeah, you're right, Tanks. Oh, thank you so much. I love you. Ta- email me and tell oh, me what happens or DM me. I'm curious. I love you too. I will. Um, thank you for all of your advice. I listen to you every week on my mom walks. Thank so, you for you're listening. You're so fun. You're the best. I hope you have okay. a good week. And oh, I hope you text back. Day. And if not, someone better will text. Oh, me too. I promise. Oh, thank you for saying that. Bye, babe. Okay, bye, Tink. What a cutie. I like that. One more. Is that a Hail Mary? Is that what a Hail Mary is? I, I, I just don't have a good grasp on what that... Um, what Hail Mary means, but I feel like that's a Hail Mary when you try one more time. Steve is nodding. That's promising. Okay, guys, that was our show. Um, thank you for spending time with me this morning. Don't forget, I have a book coming out. You should pre-order it. You should also come see me on my book tour. I'll put both of those links in the bio. Also, if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can sign up for a free three-month trial of SiriusXM. Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash offer, and then you can listen to this show live every week, which is really fun because live is just the best. Uh, I will be back on Friday. We're going to talk about siblings and we're going to talk about vanity sizing for dicks because I know we're all on the edge of our seat about what I have to say about that. If you enjoyed this also, I would love it if you share with a friend. I love you guys. I'll see you Friday. Bye.